0: Hey everyone! I know we've spent the last few episodes talking about this, but I have a lot more to say on this topic. I'm ready for some fun. It has been a rough year, and I'm ready to travel with a group of girlfriends to explore new cities on foot, maybe stuff my face with some local food, and follow the mass of people to a race start line in the dark. I love traveling to races, and really, I just really miss everything about it. And when that time comes that we can travel and race without concerns for health and safety, I want all of you to be ready to run. Whether you've taken more time off than you'd like or you're just getting started, I'm gonna help you devote 30 minutes a day to movement because I want you to be able to fill next year with adventure. And most importantly, I don't want you to have a bunch of regrets. So what are we gonna to do to prepare? Listen to today's episode, and let's come up with your plan. Welcome to Power Up Your Performance, where we talk about how you can learn to think, feel, perform, and live like a champion. Hey, everyone. Welcome to the show. I've been thinking a lot about what it's going to take to make 2021 a fantastic year, and I have a few ideas for you on today's episode. You know, I've been saying that I want to get everyone moving and trained so we have the most epic summer and fall ever in 2021. And with the looks of where we are with the vaccine, I think it's totally possible that we might be racing and having a great old time by summer or for sure fall. But it seems that there are a lot of people out there who are still holding on to excuses. So call this tough love or say I'm lacking compassion. But here's the thing. I know 2020 has been hard, but as Aristotle said, we are what we repeatedly do. You become your habits. You become your thoughts. So I have to ask you, 2020 has been tough and maybe some really bad things have happened to you. Maybe you can't find a job. Maybe you're stressed to your max trying to juggle work and virtual school for the kids. But are you dwelling on all the negative, all the bad, all the hard And letting it drag you down? Are you using these things as reasons to stay where you are? Or are you taking control of the things you can control? Are you looking for new and creative solutions? Or are you complaining about how things are day after day? You get out of life what you expect. And I don't mean this in any unkind, everything happens for a reason way. I'm not talking about things like car accidents and cancer or the death of a family member. I'm talking about things like, if you repeatedly tell yourself that your marriage sucks, guess what? It will. If you constantly tell yourself that there's no jobs out there and you believe that, you're going to stop looking or you're not going to look as hard or you're going to miss that opportunity that's right in front of your nose. If you tell yourself your boss is a jerk, you're going to get more of that because, You're more likely to see those things that you're looking for. And because if you believe your boss is a jerk, it's gonna affect all those subtle behaviors. And you're gonna catch yourself treating your boss like you would someone you have very little respect for. And that comes across in your tone of voice, your warmth, and your actions. So you are your thoughts, you are your behaviors and habits. And you're going to experience more of what you expect to experience. I was scrolling Twitter last night, which I do from time to time when I can't fall asleep, which I know is a really, really bad habit. But I was reading Twitter last night and there were these people that were bashing 24-year-old life coaches with no life experience, no kids who have barely any work experience, who make a living telling people how to find work-life balance. And on the surface, that's pretty funny. And at the same time, although I'm nowhere close to 24 years old, I started to feel like the comments were directed at me. They were making fun of coaches who say you should have a morning routine. And some of the comments were comical and actually took me back to when I had young children. Things like, these life coaches whose kids are weeks old, writing their blogs and telling me I need a morning routine. How do they even have time to blog? I remember being in that position. And morning routine? My morning routine is to stumble to the coffee pot in the dark while trying not to step on Legos so I have five minutes to down my caffeine before my kids wake up. Yep, again, very relatable. I know that a lot of us wake up in these situations. On one hand, I do feel the pain, I truly do. I remember what it was like to have three girls who needed help with everything. I distinctly remember a day when my girls wanted to go to the gym to see their friends. I had them all lined up on the stairs by the front of our, by our door, by the front of our house, and we were getting everybody's shoes on, which was just how I did it. We kept the shoes by the door so that every time it was time to leave, we didn't have to run all over the house looking for shoes. That worked out great. So I have them lined up on the stairs and... It was just one of those days where I was exhausted. I remember just plopping down on the ground, on the base of the stairs, and looking at my oldest daughter and saying, if we're going to go anywhere today, you're going to have to put your own shoes on. I just remember that feeling of being so exhausted that I couldn't even lift my arm to do one more thing. But what would my life look like if I made a habit of giving up? What if I did that every single time life got hard? For one, I would have stopped going to the gym because I usually had three girls to lug along. And if I had stopped going to the gym, I never would have had the encounter with my trainer that forced me to become a runner. And without running and the people I met as a runner and the experiences I've had because I became a runner, my life would be very different right now. Now, this is a sad one, but I have some friends who lost their children this year. And I can only imagine how painful that could be. I don't ever want to experience something that is that level of pain. And I can't think of anything in life that could be worse to me than losing one of my children. And I don't know how they get up in the morning and do anything but grieve and feel sorry for themselves and think about all they lost but you know what? They do. They get up each day determined to find a way out of that grief. And if they can get out of bed each day and do the work that it takes to exist in a world without their child in it, I know you can also overcome anything that might seem overwhelming right now. And I don't say this to downplay anything that any of you out there are going through. I know we all have our own hard, but I think about the worst possible thing that could ever happen, in my opinion, and to me that ranks right up there among the worst things I can imagine, and I see people finding a way to get up every morning and figure out a way to get on, to carry on, to live their lives. At the end of his Easter message, our pastor always says, the worst thing is never the last thing. And he's referring to the resurrection, but it's not just about Jesus rising from the grave. It's meant to give us hope. What if you took this approach to any obstacle you're working to overcome? Maybe you'd look harder to find hope and wonder and joy in the hint of possibility that things would get better. What if as we're trying to find our energy to work out, what if we're trying to find our motivation just to carry on in this stressful time, we thought the worst thing is never the last thing and use that as a way to find hope and to remember that we will, this will be over. We will survive this. We will come back to some form of something that is a new normal for us. And I hate that phrase new normal, but That's what it is. Things are never going to be exactly the same. It's going to be some new version of what everyday life is supposed to look like. So back to the example of people making fun of the 24-year-old life coaches. As I read the comments, and many of them really were pretty comical, I started to notice that a lot of things people mentioned were just flat-out excuses. The people were justifying why their lives needed to stay exactly as they are right now. I know it's hard to get up in the morning to exercise. I know it's hard to get up before work or school to exercise. And I remember myself when my kids were younger needing to sneak out of the house to meet my friends to run or when my husband traveled tiptoeing downstairs to the treadmill so no one would wake up and I could get in that workout. But there is always a way and it starts with our thoughts. What do we believe to be true about the situation? Would the situation change if we changed the way we thought about the situation? Do we believe there's a way to get in 10 minutes of exercise or five minutes of journaling to start off our day that would help us get centered and focused? How would that small amount of time focused on just getting our minds right completely change the way the rest of our day played out? Or is it just easier to believe the same old story we've been telling ourselves that life is hard and my kids won't cooperate, that my jo- job sucks, my marriage sucks, my boss is a jerk, that I have too much work to do and I'm not going to be able to work out or I'm not going to be able to do these things in life that are important to me. If you are overwhelmed right now and can't figure out how to even take 10 minutes at a time just for yourself, I want you to challenge your thinking. The next time you catch yourself repeating the I don't have time story, stop and ask yourself why. Why don't you have time? How does that story serve you? What is the benefit of continuing to repeat the same old story? There must be some benefit because you keep telling yourself the same old thing. So what is it, how, what's the payoff? What's it doing for you? And if you don't want to work to change the things in your life that aren't working, then quit complaining. Or when a friend challenges you, at least be honest and say, you know what, I hear you, but it's just not a priority for me right now. Now, I started this whole train of thought when I started out by saying that I wanted everyone to be able to run in 2021. I definitely myself have lost fitness over the last 10 months as I've managed my job and the podcast and having older kids changing life plans after they were forced to pivot when COVID made their original plans impossible. And I know I'm not the only one that's starting over or continuing to run with less fitness than I had before. So I want you to know number one, you're not alone. Let's all do this together. I also know that running and the friends I made as a runner and triathlete changed my life. It opened up a whole new world of friendships and experiences and so much fun for me. I like to travel. I like to explore new cities on foot, whether that's on vacation, seeing things that nobody else is seeing because they're still asleep or it's off, off the beaten path, or when I'm racing. I like to check out all that a new city has to offer, from the food to the entertainment to wandering around the town with friends and window shopping and Try getting coffee and trying pastries or whatever we decide we want to do, whatever is the fun thing to do that time of year. And I know that there's a lot of you who would love to get away and see new places too. Even if those places are a little mini vacation in your own neighborhood, in your own city, or a day trip away where you could go run or cycle or explore. But just seeing things that maybe are familiar to you from a whole new perspective. Maybe that's you. Maybe you've been cooped up at home. Maybe even before the pandemic began, you were already feeling disconnected from friends and ready for a new challenge. Maybe you've always wanted to try running a 5K or a half marathon. And yes, I am going to keep reminding you that if this lifestyle sounds fun, you can always walk that marathon or half marathon. That's the thing. And I can make sure that you get there and that you're able to do that and have fun and be proud of yourself for crossing that finish line too. So I've been thinking about how do we get as many people as possible trained and ready to run in 2021? And I thought virtual group coaching would be a great solution. And then I remembered what happened to my coaching group a few years ago. Back then I had a group of women who were working with me virtually and most of the people dropped out. We had a really bad flu season that year and the majority got the flu and they had a long recovery and then they quit and they were all training for a specific race or specific races roughly in the same time frame. And so they got sick and they quit because they felt like they blew their chance. They blew this opportunity because they were going to, they had to, had to take so many days off for their illnesses that they were going to have to start over. And so most of those people just quit running. And ever since then, I've thought a lot about habits and what it takes to develop a training plan that people stick with, even when life gets tough. Now, I loved working with all of those women. So if you're listening and you recognize yourself, know that I'm not bashing you. There's always been something wrong with the group group training model and so what I'm trying to do this year is I'm trying to fix the things that I see that are wrong with it. And one of the things that I want to do is to launch a new kind of group training, a run club that's 12 months, it's like a membership, 12 month membership, and you can pay month to month. So if you decide it's just not your thing, you can always leave. But the idea is to help people be consistent so that you always are able to have a certain level of fitness so that if you all of a sudden see a race you want to do, you're like, yeah, I can get ready for that one in time. Not so you're beating your body up all the time, but so that you're just maintaining your fitness so that you feel confident that anytime somebody has this good idea, you can be like, yeah, I'm in, I can do that. So one of the things I'm doing is I'm including these small group check-in calls so that people in the club or in the training group have built in accountability, someone who's going to keep them on track when life gets tough or even when life blows up like it did this year. One thing I've learned as a coach over the years is that, especially this time of year, we make all these New Year's resolutions and the sparkle of a New Year's resolution fades fast. For any goal you want to achieve, you need someone who's going to hold you accountable. Someone who's going to gently push you to be the best version of yourself. And someone who isn't going to let you get away with all those excuses. All those BS stories that you tell yourself. And I believe you also need to learn how to listen to your body and adapt your training plan as dictated by how you're feeling and what life looks like at any point in time. I really think that we are at a time now where we need to listen to our bodies and just kind of roll with it. Yes, have a plan and have structure to the plan, but not to the point where we're going to hurt ourselves or we're not going to listen to our bodies on a day when we're like, you know, I'm achy and my legs are heavy and I'm tired. You need to learn also how to rest and how to recover and how to choose an alternate activity. Maybe do yoga on a day when you're feeling like that. And so these are some of the kinds of things that I'm gonna talk about in this group coaching. And I really want people to feel like they're part of a team and that they have these buddies. And so I want to do regular check-in calls with people where I'm on the phone or on Zoom and they have their team members on that same call. And we're really pushing each other to stay accountable and to talk about what's going on in our lives so that we aren't stuck in those stupid excuses that keep us, that keep holding us back from whatever we're trying to accomplish. So I know that might sound like it's a lot of work, but if you're serious about crossing that finish line this year, the work will be worth it. As a member of the club, you're also going to get training plans and fresh monthly content Lots of tools and interaction to make the most of your training. And I'm going to invite people in, other experts, to come in and talk. I'm going to take the best parts of group coaching and combine it with the social aspects of a run club and focus on continuous improvement, like what you find in a mastermind. Doesn't that sound really fun? A running mastermind. I'm going to go hang out with my buddies and I'm going to learn how to be the best person and the best runner and learn how to be the most, to train my body for longevity so I can do this activity for years and years and years. Anyway, I think it sounds like a ton of fun. And I hope that you think it's going to sound like a lot of fun too. I'm going to bring in guest experts into the group who can help us tackle tough subjects and educate us on things like running through menopause, maybe some nutrition, injury prevention, whatever topics group members want to learn if i don't have the answers if i'm going to go out and i'm going to find an expert who can come into our group and talk and these are not going to be people who are you have access to on the podcast these are going to be completely separate conversations so here's another thing i've never liked about group coaching or meeting up with the people the runners at the running store is I want everybody to feel comfortable. This is perfect for anyone who's just starting out, for anyone who wants to run for fun, for people who want to run or walk year round without any particular race in mind, and for anyone who has ever felt like they didn't really fit in with the run clubs because maybe you felt like you were slowing them down or maybe you felt like the plans that they had were geared toward people who ran faster or higher mileage. Maybe you even found yourself getting hurt because you were trying to follow those plans because nobody thought to tailor it to you, or you didn't feel comfortable speaking up. Or maybe the club just wasn't inviting. The culture of the club wasn't inviting. Maybe they said everyone was welcome, but then treated you like you were less important once they saw your pace. I want everyone to feel included because I want to build stronger bodies and help you learn to manage your training with longevity in mind. And I'm always going to try to create that magic that keeps people engaged in their training and motivated to keep improving. So like I said, we're going to break into smaller groups for Zoom calls twice a month where you can get your questions answered. We're going to make new running friends. We're going to talk about, talk about the highs and lows of training. This is going to be a membership that's billed monthly, and you can cancel it anytime it no longer meets your needs. So if running for fun sounds good to you, if a club where there's no pressure to run at a certain pace or distance seems appealing, if you just want to see why runners are the happiest people on earth, join me for Run Club. If you're ready to check it out, head over to my website, crushingmygoals.com. Click on the training solutions link on the menu or the top menu. There's something about make 2021 the year you feel invincible. Run for resilience, empowerment, confidence, and fun. Click on that and you can get all the details. But I also here want to recap because I really want you to take the steps to join me. And if you're not going to run with me next year, I want you to find something that you love, something that's going to keep you active and moving because Is just so good for your mind and your body. So to recap, number one, you are what you repeatedly do. Number two, you become your habits. You become your thoughts. Number three, the worst thing is never the last thing. Focus on hope, joy, and new beginnings. And number four, join me for Run Club because I want to build a club where everybody feels welcome, where everyone is included, where we focus on running for fun and friendship and just doing what you're capable of doing without any excuses, without any of guilt, and just feeling proud of yourself. So come check it out, and we will talk more about this and all things running on the next episode. Have a great weekend. Thank you for taking time out of your day to listen. I'm Coach Kim Peek of Power of Run, and you can find me at www.crushingmygoals.com or on all social media as at sign power of run. If you liked this episode, be sure to give the podcast some love over on iTunes and remember to subscribe. As a new podcast, your reviews and stars and subscribes will help me grow the audience so that I can share my love of health and fitness and bring more experts to the show. Power up your week and I will catch you next Tuesday.